At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Express Bet, baby. First Bet wants you to get ready for Horse Racing's Triple Crown with a great offer for new customers. Sign up now with promo code VEGAS22 and bet at least $25 on the Derby, and you'll receive $25 in free bets for both the Preakness and Belmont Stakes. You must sign up with First Bet by May 7th. Use the code VEGAS22 to qualify. Register today with code VEGAS22 at vcin.com slash horses. Okay, Paulie, uh, tomorrow night, draft. Now we're coming up on like 35 hours away from this bad boy out here in Las Vegas. It's going to look amazing on TV. What would surprise you the most? If Walker doesn't go number one at this point, if Hutchinson would not go number two, if Pickett goes number six to Carolina? Any, any well, yeah, Pickett sixth or Pickett top ten. Pickett top twelve. I'm going to be very surprised if he yep. goes. If Carolina takes a quarterback, and if they take Pickett number six yep. overall, I will be tomorrow night watching. I'll be like, "What on earth just happened?" Atlanta Willis, that'd be another one. Oh, if we get two quarterback. quarterbacks in the top or, ten, or, or anyone, any quarterback, are you going to be stunned if if the Lions are on the clock and Hutchinson does not go number one overall? Are you going to fall off your couch if they don't pick him number two? That'll be a surprise. Based on our guest yesterday, yeah. I'd love to see him go Thibodeau there, but I still would be shocked if, if, if it goes Walker and then Hutchinson's there and they don't take him. Yeah, if it goes Walker, Thibodeau, like Stingley, Hutchinson, that to me is going to be like mind-blowing. I can't believe Houston's going to do, would do this, though, Stingley three. Well, why? That's just, why can't you believe it? 
Because of the position? Yeah, all of it, yeah. And then just being about the safe pick, too, and the, and the, the history. I, I agree with what McLean said yesterday. Guy's coming out of nowhere. I think where he was at, where he was positioned. Oh, it's because and, of the injuries. Go ahead, yeah, and then go ahead of sauce. Right. And, I, the, and the time off, yeah. I do, I do like what certain people are reminding us about, though, with Derek Stingley, and that is if he was eligible to come out two years ago after his freshman campaign, mm-hmm. yeah. he would have been probably a top-five pick back then. Because he was so good. And, and when we had a guest on, again, last week, Mike Dettelier, who was awesome on the draft. He, he lives in Louisiana. He works for a radio station down there. He does a draft guide every single year. When he told us, and he's been covering, doing this for like 36 years, he said that Stingley was the third best player he's ever seen come out of LSU. I mean, I think, you know, he's probably not the only guy to think that then. Yeah. And like his athleticism just jumps off the page. McLean's right. It's not the safe pick. It might work out, but I, it's, see, not, I don't, it's I don't, not safe. I don't think cornerback that high overall is the safe pick. Okay, that's fair. The other, th- I will not, I will not be surprised if four quarterbacks go in the first round. If four go, I will not be surprised. Ooh, at this point, I would be. No, nope. I don't think. I don't think it'll happen. But I will not be. I will not fall off the couch because we see it every year. Well, so teams they, reach and lose their minds. It would. It'd be late. It'd be probably in the thirty to thirty-two range. You could see a trade up in there, or or Corral goes like thirty-one, and maybe Ritter thirty. Or 20, 29, 28, something So like what that. do you think the order is? And you think it goes Willis Well, that Pickett? I have no idea. Because, I don't know. again, I, I'm going to search for this. At, and I appreciate all the feedback that we get when we're looking for this stuff. But here in Las Vegas, I want to look for, I don't think I'm going to find it. I want to look for Kenny Pickett not to go in the first round at a nice plus price. And I want to look at Kenny Pickett uh, to go like third and fourth overall. Quarterback. I would bet both of those if the number was right. But I don't think it's available anywhere in town. I've seen numbers elsewhere. They're very attractive to me, and I'd like to have the ability to bet them. I just can't. Will Brinson doesn't have them going in the first round. How about that? No picket? Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be something. I saw a mock today. He's got him six still. Uh, so Come on. I, the thing is, I still see mocks with him going same spot, and I heard people on live shows today on my way in saying he's going to go number six overall. I can't buy it. I can't get there. No, no way. No, there's no way. No. I think Carolina's out of their minds if Follow they take the number six. Follow yeah. the money, baby, right? That would look be a good he, name for a show. Look where he is now, right? It's out of control where he's at at, uh, at William Hill. Okay. Uh, let me. Uh, 12 and a half? 14 no, and a half? Yep, yeah, 14 and a half over minus uh, 260. Oh, jeez. Okay. 260 now with the juice. All right. Uh, Will Brinson joins the program, CBS Sports. He has a mock draft as well. And, uh, well, thanks for the time. As always, we appreciate it. We were just talking about this. You don't have, looking at your mock draft, you don't have Kenny Pickett going anywhere in the first round. I'm still hearing people make the case that he's going to go. Like, how how stunned would you be if Carolina takes him at six at this point? I mean, I would be pretty surprised, but I wouldn't be stunned because the Panthers are a desperate organization run by a man with little patience for rebuilding and who, like, basically when Matthew Stafford and Carson Wentz and uh, not to lump those two together and Deshaun Watson and all the quarterbacks became available via trade. It sort of accelerated the timeline for David Tepper and he wanted to get somebody that he had to have a quarterback. And so when the, you know, when they got turned down several times, they go to Sam Darnold, that didn't work out. Obviously they tried Teddy Bridgewater. And so, I mean, I think he, they're desperate to get a quarterback and he's, you know, he's made it clear what he wants, but I also believe that they think they can get Jimmy G via trade. They have the cap space to do it. And they know that they have to get a tackle 
and they don't have a second or third round pick. So trading down may be even more paramount than drafting a tackle or getting the quarterback. So I would be pretty surprised if it happened at this point. Who who they trade with? Who could be the number one partner? Uh, I think two guys, two teams that make a ton of sense. Uh, I had one happening in my in my mock draft. I had a mock trade in my mock draft because those are always so cool. Uh, I had them trading down uh, to 10 with the Jets who came up to get Jameson Williams, the Alabama wide receiver. I also think if for some reason Derek Stingley doesn't go in the top five, and I think he will go in the top five, that you could see several teams interested in trading to six uh, to, to get him with the Panthers. The Seahawks would make a lot of sense going from nine to six. Remember Scott Federer, Carolina GM, comes from Seattle. Uh, both Seattle and the Jets have multiple seconds that the Panthers would, I mean, kill to get a hold of. Uh, they would probably move back to one of those spots for a third and, and something else. Okay, yeah, because in your latest mock, you have Stingley going third overall, and there is plenty of steam on him now. Several books will. He is the shortest shot to go third. So you are clearly buying that right now. Yes. Um, in fact, yesterday my mock draft was five hours late to the editors because I had Icky Aquano going third overall. Heard a bunch of stuff on Stingley, like, like legitimate stuff on Stingley from around the league on Stingley at third oh. and had to blow up my entire top five. Oh. That is music to my ears. You're hearing legitimate oh. stuff across the league on Stingley to go third overall. Wow. Yeah, like bro, like a like a bunch of people are talking about it too. So I mean, like, I, and I've got I've got tickets on Stingley uh, third overall. I think as high as six to one, and um, you know have his have his under back when it was like twelve and a half. I think. I mean, it's it, basically what's happening with Stingley's rise is we're looking at a draft class that simply doesn't feature a ton of elite talent, right? I mean, there's like nine guys, I think it was Daniel Jeremiah said it, nine guys from last year's draft that would go first overall in this draft. Right? So, I mean, mean, think about it. Like, Rashawn Slater, you know know who Rashawn Slater is. Where is he going in this draft? I mean, right? He's going first overall, I would think. Um, So, you you take all of that into account, and, and then you have a team like the Texans that knows it's at least a year away from competing that are doing the slow rebuild. So why not take a, you got two first round picks. Why not take a flyer on a guy who you know, his 2019 tape is up there with as like anybody's cornerback tape. I mean, and so if that's the guy that you're getting all of a sudden, you may be getting a steal at three. Um, and I think you can kind of, you know, you give him a, kind of a little slack for the injuries. He looked great at this pro day. Obviously the list rank would be a concern, but he ran well. And then, you know, the 2000 year COVID year down year, weird years, particularly at LSU. So uh, I think you'll teams are probably willing to, to look past that. And that's why he's moving up board so quickly. How about t- you have Thibodeau going second, even though Hutchinson would still be on the board at that point. Uh, explain why. Uh, Hutch has tiny T-Rex arms. That's why. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> he, does, he does actually have like, and, and honestly, like uh, this, this is sort of a running gag. Amongst, uh, I know Charles Robinson and Josh Norris did a podcast and, and Josh mentioned that I had told, uh, told, told him this to, to Charles, but like, if you, if you, if you Google Trent Balky, I like long arms. There's actually a blog post from the uh, from the Press Democrat in 2014, and the title of it is Trent Balky or Balky colon I like long arms. And he's he has said that his threshold, and obviously I'm talking about the Jaguars here, but his threshold is 34 inches for arms. Hutch is 32 and a half. I mean, and like I know that's so stupid and, and very NFL draft complex of us to talk about the arm like. <laughs> But it matters, man. I mean, when you're trying to when you're trying to fend off big BC offensive linemen, I mean, you're not, you know, we're we're not in we're not in Michigan anymore here, right? And and so I think that the there's a, you know, there was some chatter too about maybe Hutch Hutch doesn't want to go to Detroit. 
Um, you know, if I, I just think that the Lions have fallen in love with Kayvon Thibodeau. They have a, a GM and Brad Holt. Like people are like, oh, you know, Hutch uh, is a Dan Campbell guy. Well, Dan Campbell's like the fourth voice making the decision on that draft pick. I mean, like in terms of being on the food chain, um, you know, Brad Holmes has been all over Thibodeau throughout the entire draft process. They also have in their first round pick last year, Panay Sewell, a really good inside information source yes. into what kind of person Thibodeau is. And Ooh. I think Sewell has told him he's a, like, this is a great guy. Don't worry about the brand stuff, the ego stuff, all of that. He's going to come in and be a dominant pass rusher. And, and I, I think that this is a team that will be so much surprised to see Hutch on the board but will stick to their board. And I've heard that they have Tibbs over Hutch, and I think they'll go with it. Okay, there now, you that, go. that is very strong. There you go. Uh, Will, are you cool to hang out for one more segment? Yeah, for sure. Very cool. Uh, hang tight. That's Will Brinson, CBS Sports. Great nuggets dropping here on Follow the Money, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. So I got to ask him then, and you're looking at his uh, the graphic right there with uh, his latest mock draft. Hutchinson, fourth overall to the Jets. Like, do they run to the podium then? We hear that expression a lot now. If he's on the board, is it like, okay, two, snap call, two seconds. We are taking him. Let's run up and take the pick. And then he has Gardner going seventh overall. And we'll get into uh, the quarterbacks that he has in the first round, other than Pickett, because he has a few, but Pickett's not one of them. And then, so what does that mean for Malik Willis? Um, how many receivers are we going to get in the first round? It's all coming up. We continue here with Will Brinson, CBS Sports on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Congratulations to those who cashed on the winners that the experts at Winners and Winers gave out. Yesterday to the fans, so you can get more free picks from the experts today. Text VEASAN to 320-350-3500. Text VEASAN again, 320-350-3500. We continue talking NFL Draft. Will Brinson, kind enough to hang around for a second segment. By the way, he's a very entertaining follow on Twitter, at Will Brinson, and his podcast is called the Pick 6 Pod that you can listen to, download, and subscribe today. Um, what are your best bets, by the way, for the draft, Will? So, and it's tricky too when you talk about these because you don't want to, you know, I don't want to be the guy who's like, well, I mean, what I would do is take Sauce Gardner under 12 and a half. Yeah, of course, um, yeah. Yeah he's, down, yeah, he's down to five and a half now, obviously. Um, I think like actual ones that I see out there right now, I, I believe Jordan Davis, I don't really understand why this guy is, is still the over-unders at 14 and a half. Like, I mean, maybe that's a fair number, but just because of how the draft shakes out. But I think his floor is probably Baltimore. I mean, you look at the comps for this guy, and he's yeah. you know, Tolodi Nada, and it's going to be hard for Baltimore, I think, to pass up on him. I actually have him going eight to the Falcons. It, you know, you can. It was four to one to be top ten uh, yesterday afternoon. I, I still, you know, I think that's a great bet. Uh, but he's three hundred forty-one pounds and ran a like a four-seven-eight. That is stupid freaky. And if you look at what Georgia <laughs> asked him to do on defense in college. You know, people are like, oh, he's a two-down player. He didn't have very stack production in there. He was always stunning. Like he wasn't, he wasn't being asked to rush the passer in a way that, that you would actually do on a use an interior defensive lineman if you put him in, a, in an NFL scheme. And it was just sort of the nature of the beast with that Georgia team. I also think there's probably a chance that Georgia was like, we don't need to use him on three downs. Like we'll just have him, rest, you know, we'll just run him on two downs, and that's gonna be part of what we do is our scheme. So I think an NFL team is gonna get a steal with Davis, like. Again, we, you know, I talked about in the last segment. You know, this is not a you know not an elite class of um, you know not not an elite draft class. Well, if that's the case, don't you think NFL teams are going to be interested in someone who physically is unlike anything we've ever seen before? I mean, I just have a hard time believing he falls past uh, fourteen, and I, I think he ends up going in the top ten uh, or, or thereabouts. So Jordan Davis unders to me. Jordan Davis top tens are are, are very good looks, um, and. Uh, uh, the other one I saw that I think is a pretty good spot is Zion Johnson at 24 and a half. If you look at the Cowboys, their, um, their deal is that they really um, almost always they, like you can, you can, you know, like I think blogging the boys put this together. Uh, but basically the Cowboys almost always draft with their first round pick 
someone from their top 30, from their 30, you know, top 30 official visits or whatever it is. And so you can narrow down who the Cowboys want. And Zion Johnson's definitely one of them. Their offensive line isn't what it used to be. You know, it's, it's sort of living on the reputation. They need to, they need to draft at that position. And Johnson would fit the bill at 24 and a half. I see out there. I think that under is a pretty good look too. What do you think the giants are going to do? I, th- I mean, I think they're going to go. So uh, it, it, obviously a lot depends on, you know, wh- what happens ahead of them. I mean, duh, but like, let's assume that, um, so, cause like if Hutchinson goes to, and not Thibodeau, I do not think Thibodeau will go to the Jets or Giants oh. based on everything, everything that's out there. I think, I don't think that those two teams are interested in Thibodeau. So if for some reason he doesn't go to the Lions, which I think he will, but if he doesn't, there's a chance he drops a little bit. And, and so you could see him falling. Maybe you can even look at that over four and a half. I think it's plus money. If you think he's not going to, um, if, if that's the case, let's say that, um, you know, it, it's a uh, hutch to Stingley three. Uh, and then I think at four, you might see the giants look at offensive line. They're just clearly not happy with Makai Becton. And I know he's a first round pick from two years ago, but you know, Zach Wilson's not going to play well if, if they don't improve you know, that offensive line, Ike Aquano gives him some versatility. I, I, you know, Joe Douglas has been the buzz is that he really likes Ike. So I could see the Jets going Ike at four. And then at that point, if you're the Giants and you know you want offensive line help, and, you know, there's been so much buzz about Charles Cross and the Giants, I think it, you know, you, it's a weird game of chicken for the Giants because if you, if you, you, know, if you stay at five and you're comfortable with Neil and Cross, you could, you know, take take Sauce Gardner at five, let the Panthers pick their offensive lineman, and then take the other one. If you go offensive lineman because you like Cross better than Neal at five, or you have some medical issues with Neal, then you, you know, you get your offensive lineman that you want, but you're also running the risk that if you wanted Sauce Gardner, somebody could trade up into six with the Panthers and take him there. Um, I think the Panthers might, at that point, potentially stay and take Neal, and then you could get Gardner at, at, at seven. So I think some combination there of like offensive line and cornerback. Uh, would make sense, but it wouldn't rule out wide receiver for the Giants either. Okay. So you have Hutch oh. going fourth overall, but you talked about the Jets there possibly going several directions. And like you said, joked around with, oh, it all depends on what happens before them. You think if Hutch is there at number four, the Jets might not run to the podium and say, we need this guy? I think, I think, no, I think if, if Tibbs is there, the Jets won't take him, I don't think. Yeah, but okay. if Hutch is there, I think they absolutely, I think they absolutely will because it's, it's a position to need in terms of pass rusher. They signed Carl Lawson last, last offseason, but they need to get better there. And, you know, it, Douglas is known as a GM who is perfectly fine taking quote-unquote safe picks. And even if you think maybe Hutch yeah, okay. has got a, you know, a low ceiling, his floor is high enough that I think that, that ownership group and that front office would jump all over getting him at four. Very good. Follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Will Brinson, our guest. CBS Sports, and a host of the Pick 6 podcast. So the thing that you're hearing today or reading about today um, as the draft is set for tomorrow night here in Las Vegas, that you just you do a double take and you're like, wait a second, what? what? I'm not buying that for a second. That's not going to happen. That would be what? Well, I mean, I think that, you know, one, uh, a couple of minutes, two of them we talked about a little bit, but like Kenny Pickett and the Panthers, I'm, I'm just not buying the Panthers. A good point was made by Joe Pershing of The Athletic and that if you watch all those pro days, the Panthers brass were like, they weren't, they weren't accidentally on camera. They were stationing themselves on in front of like the NFL network cameras at every single quarterback pro day as if like, and, and like just such an obvious fake, like, Oh, look at us. 
we're really checking out the quarterbacks here, guys. Um, I don't think they can take one of those at six, so I'm, I'm not buying that smoke. Um, and I think that, uh, you know, I have a hard time believing that we will see a bunch of any wide receivers drop at all. Uh, oh, I know the Jermaine Johnson to, to, in the top five. I, I think he goes under nine and a half more than likely. Uh, I think I have nine to the Seahawks in my, in my yeah, box. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know if I'm buying that the Jets are taking him at four or that the Lions are considering him at two. I mean, that, that seems like a bit of a reach. It, it would, it, you know, anything can happen in this draft. But I'm not, I'm not going to tell – nobody's mock is stupid because this draft is so wide open. But th- that one seems like a bridge too far for me with the other pass rushers up there. Very good. Great answer. Follow him on Twitter. He is at Will Brinson, again, host of the Pick Six, po- Pick Six Podcast. Uh, great talking to you today, Will. Uh, good luck with your bets and enjoy the draft starting tomorrow night. Bye, guys. Have a good time. Uh, enjoy the uh, draft out there in Vegas. Yep. Thank you. We'll do. Be good. That is a disaster if the Jets and Giants don't take uh, Thibodeau or are not interested. In terms of your bets? Oh, God. Uh, he opened five and a half, 110, 115. Yep. Got as high as 240, mm-hmm. the under. And then got down to three and a half. Correct. Now he's four and a half over plus 175, which I bet yesterday. You bet over. Plus to, 175. To, to get out or I, hope yes. for a middle? Yeah. Hope he lands exactly on five? Yeah, a little bit of both. Hmm. I just because I saw the he he met again with the Giants, and and five there could be an option. Like what he said makes sense, right? If Thibodeau doesn't go in that certain range at the very top, you could see him dropping. Yeah, but that, if he goes second, it's uh, then game on. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Also, I could see some of these offensive linemen dropping a little bit because the thought was like all three are going to go top seven. I that's I don't think that's going to happen. I think we'll. Oh, get, I think Neil drops. He he appears to be yeah, the guy I that's going to drop. I mean. Yes. Over five and a half yesterday was completely mm-hmm. juiced to where it's like, oh my God, that's gotten a little out of mm-hmm. control now with him. Uh, that was five and a half. Iquanu, though, three and a half, stays about the same. Cross was seven and a half under, plus money for a long time, dropped to six and a half then last night. And six and a half under was minus money. That was the favorite. I'm with him. I, I bet Jordan Davis under 14 and a half. There are 15 and a halves out there. At like, uh, I believe it was minus 140. That may have changed. I don't think he's dropping beyond 14 with the Ravens. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I think he's yep. the one guy, again, where if yep. the Ravens would land him, he brought up um, Nada. I would say like Vita Vea, right? Another guy. Like plug him in right in the middle. Can't run in the Buccaneers. And so you have the two guys on the edge <clears throat> to rush the quarterback. Michael Lombardi called Jordan Davis the best pass rusher in the draft. He said he's not going to get the most sacks because he plays on the interior. But from point A to point B, he's so big and fast that he can get to the quarterback, like the pressure. And that's what matters. We both have a Lave 15. And that would cash his prop 16 and a half under. Then there was talk the Eagles could trade up. And they made, if they do that, that's got to be uh, Williams. The other thing, Pickett, what was he, eight and a half? He's now 14 and a half over minus 280. From eight and a half to 10 and a half, yeah. 10 and a half to 14 and a half, 14 and a half. Now the juice, 220, 280. Well, and again, opened up here 18 and a half yeah. at Circa. Right. Came down to 16 right. and a half for a little bit, but again, yep. over was... 14 and a half at Will Hill. All right, up next, we'll talk about one of the wild card draft positions. They're tucked away, sitting there nice at uh, in the top 10. They could go in several directions. So which player should be the favorite? That's coming up here on Follow the Money, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Follow 
the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. By now, you know Bet Rivers is the place to go for betting on sports, but did you know Bet Rivers is also the place to watch live sports, tennis, soccer, hockey, and more? They also stream NHL games. Bet live, watch live, all in one place. Watch today on the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com. All right, more NFL draft now as uh, D. Orlando Ledbetter joins the program, Atlanta Journal Constitution, to talk about the Falcons and where they're picking at number eight, tucked away nicely there in the top 10. D, thanks for the time today. Uh, I know that this is probably an obvious question, but they are one of the many wild cards picking in the top 10. They could go in several directions. Uh, so kind of like settling at number eight, who you think they're going to take has probably been very difficult for you. But as we are now coming up on the draft tomorrow night, where are you at right right now? And if you had to bet on it, who would you think they're going to take at number eight if he's available? I put my money on Jermaine Johnson, the defensive end from Florida State. You know, they were last in the league in uh, sacks with 18 last year. Uh, Got to get some help in a lot of different areas. Uh, they're doing best player available. He's the one that's going to slip through in the draft scenario that I have. The tackles are gone. Thibodeau and Hutchinson are gone. And Sauce is gone. So uh, they could go quarterback. A lot of people think that, but it's just no value taking the quarterback at number eight. I've also seen a lot of people make the case they could go wide receiver mm-hmm. at number eight. My thinking on that, that is D. Well, they went Kyle Pitts last year, number four. Are they going to go back-to-back picks this high with basically a wide receiver slash tight end and then a wide receiver this year? I'm not really buying that. Could you see a scenario where they go wide receiver? Yes, I can. I could definitely see them going Wilson, and Drake London is out there too as a possibility. But when you stack the draft, you know that they have uh, two second-round picks, uh, pretty high, 43 and 51, and there are 12 receivers that ran sub 4-4. One of them going to be there uh, at 43 and maybe 51. So you can you can help your team better by taking defense early and going wide receiver uh, in the second round. That's uh, been my thinking as we have you know progressed through this uh, uh, pre-draft process here. Who's making the call? And how much influence does Blank have? Because it, it appears that Khan uh, wants one guy and Hutchinson and Balky, the GM, wants Walker and the GM's going to win. How does that work out in Atlanta? Yeah, the GM and the collaborative staff wins because uh, I know that the, the owner would want a quarterback. Yep. Uh, Malik Willis would ignite the fan base here, uh, but might not be the best thing for the uh, football side of, of things. Uh, if he does, uh, if they do go Willis, we know who won. <laughs> okay, what if uh, what if Johnson's off the board somehow? There is some rumors maybe the Jets could take him. Then would Atlanta go wide receiver? Yeah, then uh, if, if that happens, Gardner drops to him. Maybe you go cornerback. Uh, you know, maybe you go wide receiver. If all four of those defensive ends are gone, then you don't take one. If, if Johnson goes higher, maybe Thibodeau slips. Somebody's somebody's getting the eight, and uh, you know it's defense or wide receiver. Okay, so what if Sauce is gone, but Stingley's there? Do they go Stingley? Not at eight. Um, you know, I don't think they don't have Stingley uh, as high because you know the play level just wasn't as consistent as you wanted to be over the three years where he did flash as a, a freshman. So yeah, no, he's not uh, in the mix at eight. So it appears as if a bunch of teams in the top 10 want to trade back. 
but I don't think they're going to have many trade partners this year because of the talent overall in the draft. In a, in a perfect scenario, would the Falcons actually want to do the same thing, get out of eight and acquire more picks? Yeah, no doubt. They would like to follow the Ravens model. Uh, I heard uh, DaCosta on uh, Dimitrov's uh, podcast where they first got to Baltimore. They just figured, hey, we're going to amass picks and hit on the draft and stack people at positions and, and, you know, just get as many draft picks as we can. Um, the Falcons have, you know, mentioned trying to follow uh, Ozzy Newsom's best player available model. So, you know, if you can trade back, get a Nate uh, Jordan Davis at 20-something and pick up some picks along the way, and, uh, you know, you can maybe uh, accelerate your rebuilding process by getting more picks in this draft. Okay, so before the Falcons are picking at number eight, and we're talking to uh, D. Orlando Ledbetter, longtime uh, writer, does a great job covering the Falcons and the NFL for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Like, what would shock you in the top seven at this point before the Falcons are picking at number eight? Um, Malik Willis or Pittsburgh trading up to get Malik Willis. That would, that would be a shocker. Or coming up to get Kenny Pickett, mm-hmm. uh, you know, or some random team coming up. Uh, like the Bears did to get Trubisky. Uh, you know, that's always in play. That's always a possibility. Uh, so, yeah, if something like that jumped off, that would be uh, pretty surprising. Do you think the top two go Walker, then Hutchinson? Or do you think Hutchinson, if he doesn't go number one overall, could actually somehow slide past Detroit at number two? Uh, I don't think that's, uh, I don't think that will work. I think it would go, um, we got to go in Hutchinson Thibodeau right now. But, yeah, we're hearing the Walker buzz, too, and trying to see if that's legitimate. Uh, and if it is, I don't I don't know if Dan Campbell can get out of Detroit or, or my good buddy Brad Holmes if they pass on the uh, University of Michigan guy. If it's Walker Thibodeau, then what happens at 3-4-5, in your opinion? Yeah, uh, then you go uh, – Hutchinson goes to the Jets, or he might slip all the way to Carolina under that scenario – the tackles will go at some point, and there'll be a run on them. And, uh, you know, Sauce will probably be in the mix there. But, uh, yeah, Hutchinson's not getting past five or six, I don't believe, even if he doesn't go one or two. Huh. What do you think, as of right now, the overall prospects are for the team this year? They're going to have a very low win total out here in Las Vegas, D, and beyond. Do you like Mariota as a, you know, getting like a second chance here to be, to be a starting quarterback in this league? No, I don't see that happening. Uh, you know, it's, it's a stopgap. He's a bridge. You know, whether they get a quarterback high, they're going to get one at some point here uh, in the draft and, you know, maybe try to develop them. You know, uh, all the all the uh, starting quarterbacks haven't been taken in the first round here. So, uh, you know, Russell, Dak, and, uh, you know, the whole long list of those guys, you know, Brady, of course, too. So, uh, no, I think we've seen the best. Of Marcus Mariota. Okay. Uh, you can follow D on Twitter at D Orlando AG, uh, AJC. He covers the Falcons for the Atlanta Journal Constitution. D, thanks so much for the time today. Enjoy the draft tomorrow night. Sure, Paulie and Mitch. Take care and thanks for having me. Yeah, be good. Thank you. I can spit the letters out of the actual paper that he writes for. Okay. So that does make sense where I think they would want to go defensive line or edge because this team has had. Uh, you know, troubles getting to the quarterback for many years now. I mean, they've needed so much help since the Super Bowl run they made a few years back, but getting to the quarterback would have to be a key, and that's why going some guy like Johnson, does Thib- what if Thibodeau slips to eight? Oh, God. Yeah. 
I see. I agree with him and others. If he doesn't go top five, I think Thibodeau could be in for a free fall. Yes. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. No doubt. But that's okay. I can see Johnson at eight or Johnson at nine. And I uh, will had uh, Johnson at nine too. Um, I just didn't know where to put him because the Jets apparently like him too. Well, there's he also some... he also had. The, I don't think this was on air or off air. He has the Jets taking Hamilton at ten. He had that. D did. D did. Okay. D did. So that's, ah, God, what a mess. No one knows what the Giants and Jets are going to do. And then how much it comes down to what the Jets and Giants think of Thibodeau. It's all over the map now. Well, it also ties I've heard they like him. I don't like him. Sure, sure. It also ties into what the Jets want to do with a 10th pick to maybe go after Debo. Yes. Which, again. Well, if you can do that, do it. Done. Of course, late last night. The rumors were out there again, and I think anybody could probably run with these rumors, and it makes sense. And John Lynch came out yesterday and said, look, I mean, we're not, we're going to do whatever we can to keep the guy. He's awesome. We don't want him to go. So they probably will make an offer. But, I mean, if you can go 10 for that guy, certainly they would do it. And then four, they take the best defensive player on the board. Yeah, that's that's a no-brainer. Give them them a couple of picks for Debo, even if that involves 10. To me, the no-brainer and the safe thing is take Sauce at four and take a wide receiver at ten. If they can't get the get trade the, done. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 If, you, if you have to pick. Johnson's a risk. I mentioned those that quote from a GM earlier about what he uh what he said on him in his time at Florida State. Right. But to me, that that's the way to go. I could even see Thibodeau at four and a wide receiver at ten. I'm fine with that too. I could see that happening, right? I, like they're totally game because if the three spot is so important here for the draft as well, because if they if the Texans actually go Stingley that in theory, they're going to have their pick of either Thibodeau mm-hmm. or Hutchinson at number four. Could go Gardner if they wanted to. And then they come back with a wide receiver at number 10. Right. And I can't. I, I think the Jets are sitting pretty. And I don't know what to make of the Giants at, at five if they don't like Thibodeau and Sauce isn't there. Then what do they do? I know. I think Cross will go uh, to one of the picks. But then what's the other Giants pick? If if Thibodeau slides beyond five. If they don't five, like him, Yes. And Sauce is gone. Then I think he's going to go. He's going to be there for the Falcons at number eight, and then they can maybe pick between Johnson and Thibodeau. That's what I feel is going to happen. Good luck with your top ten. Huh? We have a max bet on that. I have under four and a half. Correct. We've got a max bet. <laughs> Everything blew up yesterday. I felt good. so good yesterday. Oh, how can you and not? The, right. And the more, again, the more people you talk to, the worse it gets. The, the less you know. <laughs> In pocket plays coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means – 
Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics exactly. he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of that like that see that Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it, take it, take it. I bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're up. All right, here we go with our in-pocket plays uh, for tomorrow night. Raptors money line, game 6 at home against the 76ers, plus 105. I think I'm going to keep peppering that bad boy. Uh, as long as that number is still available. I don't get it. The 76ers uh, should not be favorites in this game, in my opinion. Take the one and a half. Take that just in case. I might do that as well. I'll add some of that. Um, sixth man of the year, Tyler Hero, 15 to 1. That has been pending now for a long time. Uh, hopefully, they'll announce that sooner than later. NBA Finals MVP, I bet Chris Paul, before Devin Booker got hurt, 9 to 1. Uh, one. Some of my, I have a plethora of draft props. Desmond Ritter, first quarterback drafted 28 to 1. Did you happen to see that tweet that I sent out yesterday from The Ringer? No. Benjamin Solak. What did he say? He had an unbelievable breakdown on the accuracy of Ritter and how there's like this misnomer out there about how he's not accurate because some of his throws have been off. Right. He broke down every possible throw, like in every range, line of scrimmage. Line of scrimmage to like 10 yards, 10 to 19, 19 plus. <coughs> Excuse me. He's basically more accurate with every single throw than every single quarterback in this draft. And, like, the caption on the story was, could he be the first quarterback off the board? Right, so 28 to 1 um, when I bet it. So I don't think it's going to be a winner, but um, maybe. Uh, Jahan Dotson, under 32.5, minus 140. Over six receivers in the first round, minus 105. That number's now low up to, I think, minus 140 at Station Casinos. Will has seven going in his first, uh, in his last yep. mock draft. And I think, is that my only page right now? I think I. I think I have more draft props this year than the pandemic year. What? Yeah. Oh, God. You're kidding. No, I'm not kidding. Oh, man. I, as I said during the break, I can't wait till these are pulled off the board. Today. I don't even. So I, I stop looking at my phone and Paul, chasing steam. And, this is me for the last week. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. Come yeah. on. Refresh. Yeah. Next step. Let's yeah, go. They got me for about five seconds. Uh, the Suns led by 18 for one possession. They, it was an and one. They were up 15, and there was an and one. They made the free throw. What a number. Huh? What a number to put on the Yep. Game. Grizzlies, T-Wolves, largest lead under 17 and a half. That's a winner. Capitals with a no-show. That was a $1.10 to win in regulation. That was incredible. The Islanders have been putrid. And uh, the Islanders beat them 4-1 on the road. Mavs to win it all, 25-1. to The Grizzlies to win the West, 12-1. to More draft props, over two and a half quarterbacks to go in the first round. Now it's a sweat. Minus 240, 250. That's a sweat now. So it was Thibodeau under five and a half. Are you going to go for the middle on quarterbacks? You can find under three and a half. Wow, it's ridiculous now. It's 280. It's at the juice now. Yeah. Ritter under 31 and a half plus money. Pickett over 10 and a half minus 180. Corral under 33 and a half. That's moved against me. Cross under seven and a half. He is now six and a half under 160 at William Hill. I see minus 190 at Boyd. Really? Yeah. What do you got on Thibodeau? Four and a half over plus 170? Um... I'll get it for they you here in a second. Okay. Yeah, they, oh, they definitely have them up. It's uh, under four and a half is minus one ninety four. On Thibodeau? Yep. Under four and a half. Yeah. Under what? Over one, over four and a half is plus one forty four. At where? Boyd. Jesus. Fifty cent straddle on that, but. Okay. In pocket presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern at BetRivers.com. Have you bet Dean not to go first round? No. I bet him over 30 no. and a half the other day. I've also, this Quay Walker prop has been that. significantly uh, dropping, right? 39 and a half to 32 and a half? I bet him 39 and a half, 38 and a half, 37 and a half under. Now it looks like in town he is uh, 34 and a half and 33 and a half. He's 32 and a half in other jurisdictions. And people have been betting him to go first round, like at two to one. That number's not long gone. Well, that was available. But there's a really there's a nice down. middle spot on him now. If you think he can go like early second yep. round, yep. And you know, get in between thirty two and a half and forty. Some of these moves are just bonkers this year. The Ahmad Gardner prop is now four and a half at Boyd. Under is plus one eighty two. Oh, does he go top four? How did the Jets pass on this guy? That's not good. And that that that's Johnson. They're telling you that's Johnson or Thibodeau. Then. Not going wide receiver. There. Mm-hmm. Well, they're under plus one eighty. Based on the numbers here, yeah, it looks like Thibodeau would go well, in based the top on four. That, right. Yeah, but I mean, that's, if that's right. Yeah. Stingley under eight and a half is minus one eighty. Jesus, where does he go if he doesn't go third? That's the thing. I think he can maybe drop a it's little still, bit. And it was seven and a half at Caesars. Now that could still lose. It appears as if the the Texans might be the one team really like super duper high on him. And if he doesn't go number three, I think he could drop to you know maybe nine. The Giants, okay. Seahawks, yeah. maybe. Yeah. And we just had a guest on from Atlanta, and he said no, no interest in Stingley. Falcons don't have it if he's on the board. Gardner, yes. Stingley, no. I don't know how much yesterday was John McClain opinion or connections, and he has good intel on what he thinks. He, he, uh, com- he completely dismissed Stingley at three. He totally poo-pooed him. I think that was all opinion, listening to the words coming out of his mouth. I don't think it was, I've been here for 45 years. I've talked to everybody with the organization. I think yeah, that was, but, you but, can't take this guy number three. Okay, but what you just said, though, you think it'd have to play a role in that. You don't want. No one wants to be wrong. You want to give your opinion, but you also want to— I would to, agree. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He has to have an idea of what they're who they're looking at. Uh, you know what? He's also freshly retired. 
So he's like, well, that's, I don't give a. And, give and a at this point, and at this point, he can what? just go hot take after hot take if he wants. <laughs> what does what does he care? <laughs> it's like when uh, it's Costanza when Steinbrenner comes over. You don't know what the hell you're doing. He's trading Buner for. <laughs> he's um, got a rocket for an arm. Yeah. Uh, I thought I liked his breakdown about why Aquano made sense though too with the Houston at three. Now Stingley has come back down at some books, and now he's the. Now he's the favorite everywhere to go third. Aquano made a late push last night. Now Stingley's back to three to one to go yep. third overall. And let me just say this: oh. now, the, the Detroit Lions, right? If well, Hutchinson's on the board, I'm not buying into this narrative that they have to take the guy. Right. He's from I, I don't buy into that. That's a good point too. I will brought well, up about maybe I don't want to stay home. Sure, you see that in college all the time. You see that out here all the time. Mm-hmm. We, meaning Las Vegas. They lose star athletes all the time. Oh, the city is just They right don't want to stay home. Yep, they they want to go somewhere else. Correct. Maybe that could happen here with Hutchinson. Mm-hmm. And say, Matt, nah, sorry. Hey, we like I, him. Actually, He's good. Right, but I'd rather But we like Thibodeau more. Yeah. So, and, and oh, by the way, Hutchinson could say, I'd, I, you know, I, I don't want to stay at, at the new place. Like something's going to happen in the top five, certainly in the top ten, without a doubt in the top ten. It could happen multiple times. It could happen in the top three, definitely top five, where tomorrow night we're going to be like, wait a second, what, what the hell just happened? Again, Matt Eumann's example of Cleveland Farrell going number four. Who had that? Nobody had that. Bosa. Bosa, number Bosa three the to the Chargers. That's another one. Not a single person mocked him to, to the Chargers at number three. Every Raider pick going back. And if we're calling, yeah, no kidding. If we're calling this like the most unpredictable draft in terms of like betting in a long, long time, then certainly things like that could happen. So that my, my example would be if Hutchinson's still on the board at like number four. I would, I would not be stunned. I never really bought into, hey, the Jags, they you know, put the franchise tag on Cam Robinson and they added another offensive lineman of free agency. That means they got to go Hutchinson. Why? Why do they have to go Aiden Hutchinson and turn into a $5 favorite to go number one overall? I, did, I never had this in pocket. I did take a shot with the over one more time. Nuggets Warriors. Yeah, it makes sense. 225 and a half. The first four went over? Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. Two blowouts tonight? I think if a team keeps it close, it would be Denver. Yeah. Just because that guy is so good. I actually would lean Chicago. To keep it close? Yeah, because it doesn't, yeah. yeah. You don't have Levine taking also, those. You don't have Levine. It's a huge point spread. It's a 12-point point, yeah. You also don't have Levine taking horrible, ill-advised shots, which could help them out. Sure. And by the way. I feel so bad for Chicago. So fans. do I. They Awful. finally make the playoffs, and they get routed in both home games. Well, and j- oh. just like the, the injuries that they had all year long, right? Yeah. Um, because they were in the mix for a one seed there for a minute. And then the injuries were just too much to keep up with. But again, don't forget here. Yeah, they were blown out at home the last two games. But they came back after being down 16 against the Bucks in game one on the road. They tied it. They take the lead in that game? They at least tied it. I remember that Which part. Game one? Game one. Yeah, they the, Okay. And then game two, they blew them out. You know what we talked about yesterday a little bit with the Nets? Isn't this Durant thing just mind-boggling? Uh, which part of it? Checking social media and coming back at people and what oh, yeah. Barkley said about them, too. And then with the bus rider comment and all this. Yep. Army of producers coming at me. and Calls himself God. Why do you care? We really should hang out for five minutes and just try, try to convince them about it. You shouldn't. Why do you care what people think? Why are you on your phone looking at your mentions? Yes. It, it makes no sense. He wastes more time looking at his mentions than the amount of time that we've been on our apps looking at draft props this week. 
I can't wait to see my screen time when it pops up like on Sunday. Hey, you've been on your phone for 18 hours a day this week. I can't imagine being an, as one of the best NBA players of all oh, time. And, and, no. and you're looking at Twitter about what are they saying about me now that I got swept and all. He, he, he's Will Smith? Yeah. Can't take a joke? Can't take... No. I, mean, it, it God, just, no, I, can't, I, I can't understand it. Right, tomorrow, finally, draft day. Can't wait. Can't wait to finally get here. Good luck with your bets tonight. Adios. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote step into the world of power loyalty and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.